Welcome to the Infotainment Podcast Initiating Startup Sequence. Hi, my name is Randy, and the Infotainment Podcast will begin shortly. I will be around mound to podcast sound, pound for pound, the best podcast around. I would like to welcome you, 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 and especially you to this episode of Infotainment and also to my newer listeners from Ann Arbor, Michigan. Well, first up on the podcast docket, I've always wondered this because uh, a majority of my weird news stories sometimes start out with the phrase, a Florida man. (laughs) And now it has hit the Urban Dictionary, and I have the description of it. A key word, well, two words, used a lot to describe all the weird news stories about random Floridians committing weird and dumb crimes due to the state law regarding freedom of press about the fact that every police or court case must be public. Most of these weird stories, however, are related to white Florida men, the police and drugs, um, due to police and drugs. Uh, This is why people outside of Florida hate Florida. I don't hate Florida, but a lot of interesting stories come out of there. Uh, Can also be used as Florida woman examples. We have a Florida man lights off fireworks inside Wendy's restaurant. I guess these are all true headlines. A Florida man caught watching solar eclipse while stealing car. <laughs> Florida man swings four-foot alligator towards customers. Florida man attempts to steal car that isn't working until police arrived. (laughs) Florida woman arrested for pelting brother with chicken nuggets. Now, I can't see that really unless it's in uh, public or something at a restaurant where chicken nuggets are flying all over the place. I don't see unless the uh, brother uh, called the police on her. Somebody call security. Stop throwing chicken nuggets at me. I'm going to call the cops. A Florida man bites head off hamster. Well, being from Florida, I would have thought that would have uh, been another... (laughs) 
been another topic with the, him dealing with the hamster, but... <laughs> How dare you! Settle down, Greta. There was no butt-plugging of the hamster. He was only biting the head off. How dare you! I guess there's no pleasing Greta. Let's see. Florida man has sex while stealing trailer. Classic move. Oh, yeah. Well, what better time? Florida man attempts to swallow bag of weed while being pulled over by police. Dude. Damn. All you do is smoke weed. Florida man banned from beach after allegedly giving sugar daddy business cards to young girls. Oof. Florida man pissed that AT&T trucks are working outside his house. Outside his house. Uh, shoots uh, their tires out. A Florida man accidentally kills girlfriend after thinking it was a hog. Oof. What sort of chemicals were involved uh, <coughs> that this man had taken? Uh, Florida man beats up accused rapist in front of deputies. Well, that I don't... Uh, <coughs> in front of the deputies part of it, yeah, but uh, accused rapist. You dick! Yeah, he deserved it. A uh, naked Florida man breaks in the neighbor's house to top his burgers with sesame seeds. What are you people? On dope? Did you eat a lot of paint chips when you were a kid? <laughs> Why? Mm, I don't know if that's worth breaking into your neighbor's house, especially while naked. Now, if he was going into there to get uh, ketchup, mustard, and pickles, maybe, but uh, just sesame seeds. Oh, let's see. Uh, I'll read it the way this is written. Uh, Florida man poops into a jewelry parking lot. Mm, maybe I would have said onto jewelry parking lot. But maybe he got a bad deal on an engagement ring or something. Uh, <laughs> but there we have the phrase Florida man. Uh, I wish they had more of those. Thinking about this, uh, my thoughts and prayers go out to the people of Florida that were affected by this uh, massive hurricane. And I hope they can get uh, some semblance of normalcy back into their lives as soon as possible. I should amend this and say uh, to all the people along the East Coast who were affected by this hurricane. Since doing that uh, Florida Man Urban Dictionary <laughs> story, I uh, got the interest in looking up different states just to see what Urban Dictionary had to say for some uh, different states. Next, I did my home state of Minnesota. Now, this one is rather uh, disgusting. 
but this person must have had a real uh, hatred for Minnesota. I don't know what his deal was, but he submitted Minnesota manicure, and it goes, after dropping a deuce and wiping your... <laughs> Let me see, where is it? After wiping your... A finger busts through the toilet paper. Later, that person is using his or her teeth to clean any remnants out from under that fingernail. After Mike took a dump, I saw him sitting in the corner of the break room giving himself a Minnesota manicure. Gross. Now, this uh, comes under the heading of... Uh, the more you know, uh, it is a PSA. Uh, do not, do not look up this term in Urban Dictionary. It is the most disgusting thing. Uh, it is very, very over-the-top disgusting, but it is the term uh, Boston Pancake. And do not look it up. Uh, you will regret it. <laughs> you can't unsee that or unread that if you do. Now, these little ditties about Minnesota, I do happen to agree with for the most part. In Minnesota is 60 above zero. Floridians turn on the heat. People in Minnesota plant gardens, 50 above zero. Californians shiver uncontrollably. Police, <laughs> police, people in Duluth sunbathe, 40 above zero. Italian and English cars won't start. People in Minnesota drive with the windows down. Uh, well, I don't agree with that one. 32 above zero, distilled water freezes. The water in Bemidji, a town up north, gets thicker. 20 above zero, Floridians dons coats, thermal underwear, gloves, and wool hats. People in Minnesota throw on a flannel shirt. One of the great looks of Minnesota is people... Uh, wearing a hoodie and uh, shorts in the middle of winter, which I have seen. 15 above zero, New York landlords finally turn up the heat. People in Minnesota have the last cookout before it gets cold. Zero, people in Miami all die. Minnesotans close the windows. Ooh, that's rather harsh. Statement about Miami. Let's go 10 below zero. Californians fly away to Mexico. People in Minnesota get out their winter coats. 25 below zero. Hollywood disintegrates. The Girl Scouts in Minnesota are selling cookies door to door. At 25 below zero. Uh, no. 40 below zero, Washington, D.C. runs out of hot air. Oh, is that uh, even possible? I don't buy that at all.
People in Minnesota let the dogs sleep indoors. Yeah, yeah I would uh, definitely agree with that, even, uh, even if the temperature was a little warmer. 100 below zero. Now that's getting ridiculous. Santa Claus abandons the North Pole. Minnesotans get upset because they can't start the minivan. <laughs> 460 below zero. All atomic motion stops. Absolute zero on the Kelvin scale. People in Minnesota start yelling, cold enough for you? <laughs> yeah, I would do that uh, plenty uh, uh, warmer than that. 500 below zero. Hell freezes over. Minnesota public schools were open open two hours late. Well, that's, <laughs> that's kind of true. <laughs> as far as uh, cold weather goes, uh, Minnesota schools are open two hours late. Uh, Minnesotans may be called hicks. Oh, I haven't really heard that. Uh, they may be in the middle of nowhere. But they're tougher than hell. That's by Star Slugger 9 He posted that in 2007. Now I'm trying to get... Uh, what did I type in before? Let's see. Uh, yes, we have the, this. I have heard Minnesota nice. To be Minnesota nice is to be passive-aggressive. I'm Minnesota nice. When I'm angry at someone, I don't let them know. Uh, yeah, I'm guilty of that one. I just smile pleasantly to his or her face and then proceed to talk about them behind their back. Yeah, I've done that. I will most likely hold a grudge, too. Uh, yes, I pretty much agree with Minnesota nice. Let's see, Minnesota nice is typically confused with it being extremely caring, helpful, and pleasant. Being from the area, I know it really means that a Minnesotan won't slam you to your face. They do it behind your back so as to appear nice. Uh, backstabbing. <clears throat> Describing your girlfriend as a slut is one of your best friends is considered Minnesota nice. Uh, oh, let me reread that. Describing your girlfriend as a slut to one of your best friends is considered Minnesota nice. Well, I don't know about that one. Okay, we got the Minnesota Vikings. I died a little bit when they lost. Uh, well, they had four Super Bowl chances. Uh, I was too young for the first one. But for three of them, uh, it was very tough to take. I thought we had a chance against the Oakland Raiders at the time when John Madden was still coach, but no cigar for Bud Grant, a man I met once. Uh, a very good football team who usually play well in the regular season but chokes when it comes to the Super Bowl. I didn't pre-read that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can say that. 
Did you hear that the Minnesota Vikings won the division? Yeah, but wait till the playoffs. <laughs> yep, they're pretty accurate. I have to keep typing that in once I select one. It's, let's see, Minnesota goodbye. Hmm, just like an Irish goodbye. Minnesota goodbye, the act applying to most Minnesotans while visiting others in which when one person has to leave, they proceed to talk for another hour. Then the departing party is walked to the front door where they talk for another hour. Then the departing party gets walked to their car while the host family talks to them through their car window for an hour. And finally, the departing couple slowly departs down the drive, yelling back and forth with the host family. The couple from Texas was extremely irritated by the Minnesota goodbye they're receiving while visiting their distant relatives. Yeah, that one's uh, true, true. <laughs> I don't know if it's an hour, but uh, when there are people that like to leave in a hurry... It can get annoying. Oh, Minnesota snow plow. Uh, that's a sexual act there. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if I should. Eh, we'll go over that one. Minnesota hot dish. When you take whatever the hell you want, mix it with cream or whatever soup, and then proceed to put it in the pan and bake it. Minnesotan. We made some good old-fashioned Minnesota hot dish yesterday. What with? Minnesota hot dish when a police station is on fire. Hey, Brian, did you see the third precinct last night? It was a real Minnesota hot dish after the protest. To um, blow your load in a woman, then go down in her uh, to get her to... Uh, <coughs> Agree with you wholeheartedly. And James lose, lost con, his control and, and blew in Jane. <laughs> Seeing she didn't uh, get off, uh, James pulled a Minnesota hot dish. That's by SS Machinist in 2008. More random definitions. Well, we got to go back again. Minnesota pincher. The process of drilling a hole in the bottom of a bowling ball and afterwards placing your penis in the side of said hole. After this, you uh, make someone touch your penis and when they put their fingers into the bowling ball's three holes. I gave Sarah, Sarah a Minnesota pincher last night at the bowling alley. And Justin goes, what? Griffin says, when you place your dick in a bowling ball and make her touch it without her knowing it. How did that go for you? Great until she threw the ball with me inside it. Oh, oh. The bowling equivalent to the penis in the popcorn box trick. Well, not exactly. <laughs> Jeez. I had a definition for something I submitted which I thought was pretty good, but they never uh, they never published it. And it wasn't a real explicit one either. I, I can't remember what it was. been so long ago. Oh, uh, yeah, this one I think is fairly true. 
Minnesota standoff when more than one car approaches an intersection at the same time. All the cars stop and wait, each insisting that the other goes first. Yeah, that is so true. Dude, sorry I'm late. I was caught in a Minnesota standoff with some soccer mom. Oh, we did Minnesota manicure. Minnesota Icy Hot. Hmm. An act performed by the Minnewakton Sioux of Prior Lake, which I wish I was a member of because they get the monthly money from that uh, uh, casino up there, Mystic Lake. A large check. It is a complicated and highly dangerous sexual act, exotic dance, ritual, rite of passage for young Native American men once they turn 18. First, uh, well, maybe I don't want to become a Minnewakton Sioux member. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, boy, this is... First, the person coats their testicles in a flammable petroleum jelly. Then the tribal elder lights a torch and brings the torch to the coated uh, area and lights it. Then the young man must find and wrangle a moose and ride it into a frozen lake. Oh, Once the fire is out, he must perform a highly erotic and complicated dance, which involves going up to a young woman and hitting her with his <laughs> Once this is complete, he becomes a man. Dude, did you hear about Charlie Moosehorn? He was performing his Minnesota Icy Hot, and he actually uh, accidentally died. Guess that's what happens when you put Vaseline on your balls and, uh, well, your beanbag and try to ride a moose into a lake. And guy number one says Native Americans are weird. Nah, this is... Uh, <laughs> Not true, but this was delivered by XXXXXXX. Sherry is hot, XXXX. Uh, of course, she would, she would put something like that in there. Minnesota Tissue, a nickname members of the band of Ronnie used around their 1992 tour. Uh, Minnesota Tissue, a nickname members of the band of Ronnie used around their 1992 tour, and particularly uh, Chris and Kurt used this name. Minnesota Tissue was a nickname for apparently a made-up sheriff of Aberdeen, Washington, as seen from their home video on the plane ride over. Look it up on YouTube. Kurt, me and my partner, Tree Frog Johnson, gonna rip you a new uh, backdoor hole. Chris, what are you, who do you think you are? Kurt says, a Minnesota tissue. Yeah, that was pretty dumb. Minnesota ball slap. That's slapping one's beanbag with an icy hand that's been held in the freezer for a minimum of 10 minutes. Minnesota frostbite. Mm, 
covering your fingers in uh, icy hot and uh, making a woman really upset with you. Minnesota, Minnesota, when summer temperatures in Minnesota exceed the upper 90s, we are justified in renaming the state Minnesota. Well, that's all they're doing. I thought they were doing that stupid uh, accent from Fargo, which I've never heard anyone in Minnesota talk like. The, the more accurate one would have been uh, grumpy old men, actually, from what I know how they talked. And Walter Matthau and Jack Lemon, the thermometer in my car reads 106 degrees Fahrenheit, right in the heart of Minnesota today. Global warming is turning my state from Minnesota to Minnesota. Not that good. Minnesota Tidal Wave is a drink, a non-girly drink, which is actually very girly, created by Marshall Erickson, containing coconut rum, peach schnapps, vanilla vodka, strawberry cream liqueur, liqueur, cranberry juice, sugar, maraschino cherries, but Carl from McLaren's Pub named it the Robin Sherbatsky, Marshall. Hey, Carl, give me a Minnesota tidal wave. Uh, You mean a Robin Sherbatsky? No, a Minnesota tidal wave. No, no, Marshall, the man said a Robin Sherbatsky. Hey, Robin, Canada called and said no one can beat Big Fudge in a dance-off. That'll be one Minnesota tidal wave, Carl. They're not a big downloader of my show, so we can do this on the sly. Uh, Let's see. For Iowa, it says, not the best state in the country, but very far from the worst. Home to three million people. (laughs) Iowa's motto should be Iowa, not as bad as you picture it. I was kind of the forgotten uh, urban dictionary term, it seems. Well, that's probably the best thing about <laughs> Not as bad as you picture it. What does it have for Wisconsin? Wisconsin, a state that consumes more alcohol and has a higher people-to-bar ratio. was my skull. I'm so wasted. Uh, Than any other state in the country. So there's one bar for every person. Living in Wisconsin has taught me how to replace water with beer. (laughs) A state in the Midwest where people definitely know how to have fun. However, the only way to do it is either drink excessively like 99% of the population does, or spend all night shooting off fireworks at houses. If you ever go to Madison, the capital city, being sober is not an option. It is arguably arguably one of the best party schools in the country. Despite the lack of sobriety in Wisconsin, the driving skills far surpasses that of Illinois. 
the unending rivalry between Wisconsin and Illinois is by far the most hate-driven in the U.S. However, the two are terribly similar if you substitute cheese for corn and forests for fields. Also, even though they seem to hate each other, when a Wisconsinite and an Illinoisan, <laughs> Illinoisan actually meet, they are more likely to become great friends. Weird. Overall, Wisconsin is a great place to live if you can take the disgustingly frigid winters and sometimes brutally hot summers. Go Cheeseheads. Yeah, I lived in New Richmond, Wisconsin for like a couple of years, and the hatred for uh, the Minnesota Vikings was palpable because <laughs> one year when the Packers won the Super Bowl, I said, well, I'm happy for them. I mean, the Vikings can't win one. That's when Brett Favre was on his game, more so than when he came to the Vikings during that uh, New Orleans Saints game and threw across his body and threw an interception. But I digress. Uh, and this guy says, I, I hate the Vikings. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, I should have known it would be alcohol-driven. Wisconsin Dells, Otter Pops, oh, Wisconsin Otter Slop, <laughs> Wisconsin Gentleman, a classy, helpful man from the Great Badger State, the Wisconsin Gentleman, is always willing to pitch in to help your friends, acquaintances, and fellows he has just met. You can count on him to have jumper cables when your battery is dead. He can start a campfire on the first try. He won't complain when his local tavern is out of old-fashioned mix as he will enjoy a brandy and Pepsi almost as much. He may not be the smartest man in the group and style isn't his strong suit. He is comfortable in blue jeans and a bolo tie. Bolo tie, you'd figure that'd be more of a Texas thing, but as he is... In blue jeans and no tie at all, I would say uh, red and black flannel would be a more thing because that's kind of the look here. Well, I have red and black flannel. Look for him wearing his trademark confidence smirk under a haircut that can only be described as business in front, party in the back. <laughs> Yeah, I would say the mullet is kind of out of date from the 80s. The ladies love Wisconsin gentlemen. Uh, they can tell you exactly the appeal. You always have a good time when a Wisconsin gentleman is around. Hans, I have arrived at this campsite without a tent. Zach, you can sleep in my tent. I set it up, but I was kind of planning on sleeping in my truck anyway. You, sir, are a true Wisconsin gentleman. Isn't that, isn't that special? Oh, Wisconsin long ass. 
a very common trait found on women from Wisconsin. Believe it or not, it is usually not a bad thing. The majority of the bears of the Wisconsin long ass can be attractive, or at least do, uh, <laughs> uh, at least uh, you can bring them home at 2 a.m. Uh, similar to the Texas Big Forehead. <laughs> what the? What the? WTF. Texas Big Forehead. The origin of the long ass is still a mystery. The most common theory that is accepted by the majority of genealogists surrounds the German roots of many Wisconsinites. The Krauts who inhabit the state are descendants of an agrarian society from the old country where the milkmaids would sit on the stool all day milking cows, thereby causing their asses to become lengthy and flat. This trait was eventually passed on to future generations and can now be seen on women from Milwaukee, Green Bay, Port Washington, Wauwatosa, Sheboygan, Germantown, Cedarburg, Brookfield, and Mequon, to name a few. I'll just say the whole state. Some in the scientific community have even suggested that the Wisconsin long ass is a distant relative genetically to the Arizona long torso. Arizona long torso. A woman bearing this trait is most commonly referred to as being top tall. This is, as you can imagine, has ignited a firestorm of controversy. You know, a lot of them in basketball and volleyball. Uh, as mentioned before, most bears of the Wisconsin long ass are hot, unlike chicks from Minnesota wide ass. <laughs> uh, or the Illinois dumpy ass. Uh, Vikings and Bears football sucks. Go Packers, as someone's. <laughs> Dude number one, viewing an attractive female from the front. Wow, check out that <laughs> woman. Uh, dude number two, seeing her turn around and therefore getting an eyeful of her long uh, ass. Yeah, but look at the extremely lengthy Wisconsin uh, long ass. <laughs> Come on, man, there's a small price to pay. She's got a great... Uh, uh, pool rack and a decent face. Wisconsin snowplow, uh, kind of similar deal to Minnesota snowplow. Wisconsin style. To urinate in the sink, usually by a man at a bar or saloon when the line to the urinals is too long. There was a huge line at the men's room, and I really had to take a uh, whiz, bad, so I went Wisconsin style. Wisconsin style to bring your own uh, can koozie to a bar. We knew they were Badger fans as they were drinking Wisconsin style at the bar. Let's see, Wisconsin, pretty. Uh, don't blame the messenger. This is an urban dictionary. <laughs> a term uses 
describe an American woman who in most other states would be considered unattractive but is beautiful by the standards of men from Wisconsin. Uh, Guy, what do you think of that chick over there by the keg? Friend, you mean the one with the gut and the John Denver haircut? (laughs) Yeah, that one. Well, she looks like Rebel Wilson, so I guess... She's Wisconsin pretty. Guy, go Packers. Uh, Wisconsin pretty, a woman that is considered rotund or chubby, usually from the state of Wisconsin or nearby surrounding areas. They are typically clad in green and gold, holding a beer in one hand and a wheel of cheese in another. I've seen that, uh, uh, where is that, in England? I don't know, where they roll a thing of cheese down a hill and people go running down this hill just to get hold of the cheese. And uh, one of the guests on Ridiculousness said he did that. And uh, he said it it really isn't good cheese either. (laughs) It's just like, and people go flying and doing cartwheels because of the slope, so... They just go flying down a hill, (laughs) chasing that wheel of cheese. Well, maybe I'll save some more for the next podcast. Well, I think it is time to wrap up this episode of Infotainment. I hope you found it informative and educational. You can check out my Facebook page at The Infotainment Podcast. Well, my YouTube page. I'm also on Facebook, and as always, have a pleasant day today and a happy ending tonight.